Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? I'm good, Chris. I'm always good. I'm always great. I'm always having a nice time. I'm always not causing any bother. I'm always playing nice, as my grandma used to say. Are you playing nice? Yes, I am. Yes, I am, Nan. Good on you. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm good. I am keeping well. Um, Chris, I have a terrible, terrible admission, a terrible, terrible thing to admit to you. You've never watched Abroad in Japan. It's kind of connected, to be honest, mate. (laughs) I've still not got round to watching the Nagakin capsule. (laughs) uh, You're a disgrace. The problem is, Chris... I've been really busy. I had COVID and then I had a week where I was just in every day recording podcasts. I just haven't had time. And I haven't, my favorite bit of YouTube, uh, having a YouTube uh, premium subscription is having a bit of tea, sitting down and watching 45 minutes uh, of YouTube. And your little face keeps popping up on my algorithm every (laughs) single day saying, Pete, why have you forsaken me? Why have you forsaken me? But I've just not had time to sit down oh. and enjoy it in the way it should be enjoyed. And 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 my personal, not my personal life, but my personal environs uh, was an absolute shit pit, if you don't mind me using some rather fruity language. I was in a situation where, like, the entire uh, entirety of my little cabin at the end of the of the garden where I do all my work was an absolute tip, and I needed to sort it out. So I've Excuse sorted it out now. I can finally today sit down and watch the Nagakin Capsule Apartment Tour, which from the thumbnail looks top class. I'm very disappointed because whenever I produce a video or a podcast, I expect every man, woman, child, friend, family, animal alike to watch my videos there and yeah. then without question. And you haven't done that. The only I reason did, I might look, let you off is you had COVID-19 two, three I weeks ago. I did have COVID-19. I mean, I had COVID-19 so late in the so late in the day i feel like i I thought i'd escaped getting it got double jabbed and then i got so i think i might have covid 20 i might have the new one (laughs) covid 20 Uh, yeah well times 20 by two add seven and you get 47 and that is the number of prefectures i've now seen across japan as of this week i've been to every single prefecture in japan well hey chris that's amazing well done mate fantastic yeah it's a cool way to celebrate my uh, nine-year anniversary of YouTube. I uh, 
I, as I mentioned, I think I, I, I went away, right, the last week with Connor Seadog VA to do our yes. Wacky Weekend video, uh, which is where we go away for a weekend to do something wacky, although it's never, ever a weekend when we film. So it's <laughs> it's all built on a lie. It should be Wacky Weekday. Yeah. But anyway, we, <laughs> we went to uh, Shikoku, the island of Shikoku, mm. which is just one big pile of mountains and a few cities. But we, it was cool. We went to um, Tokushima and Kochi, which are the two prefectures, my last outstanding prefectures. Uh, so, yeah, I've been everywhere now. I can tell you everything, all the facts, all the knowledge about any prefecture in Japan. Ask me a question. I'll impress you. Go. Ask uh, me a question. Uh, any prefecture. Oh, a prefecture. Uh, is Kitakushu a prefecture or just Kyushu? That's that a whole kind of ward. That's, that's an island. That's Kyushu's whole, an island. That's an island, isn't it? I don't know any of the prefectures. Uh, Tokyo prefecture. <laughs> Greater Tokyo. Oh, dear. <laughs> Oh dear, never mind. I mean, if no, but the point is, I've been everywhere. <laughs> I'm very smug about it, and the video was actually a nightmare to shoot, and it it wasn't. Oh, why? It was fun, what, were you, what, were you, what were you getting up to? What was the what was the situation? Well, we had uh, a typhoon, believe it or not, another yes. typhoon, and we were in the middle of nowhere, and it was just the rain was horrendous, and uh, there were a lot of la- lot of landslides across the region, and it was all pretty mm. treacherous, and. Uh, on one of the days, I think the first day, we went over a rope bridge made of wood uh, right. with massive gaps between each plank. And if you've seen Indiana Jones' Temple of Doom, mm. do you know? have you seen it where he's like crossing the wooden, the dicey wooden bridge and then he cuts yeah, it with the Yeah, but he's not sword. carrying like some special rocks, is it? You're not carrying special flaming rocks, are you? Cali- uh, no one's trying to chop it down or anything like that. Honestly, I'm, I'm pretty but- certain... This dodgy rope bridge was not made for a 83 kilogram <laughs> British guy, but it was so scary. Like, I, and there was a gushing river below, the likes of which the world has never seen. This river, because it was like flooded and there was rain and everything, it was like hell. I thought they'd shut the bridge. Like this was the mm. like this is a good time to not open a, a dodgy footbridge. Um, but we went over it. It was the scariest <laughs> thing I think I've ever done, and that's going to be fun. We also went to this uh, scarecrow village where. The, there's a there's a little village populated by I think thirty humans and two hundred scarecrows knitted from wool and nostalgia. Why is and... there a situation in every prefecture <laughs> or town or village in Japan where a man or a woman has decided to make their life a little bit more <laughs> like a little better just by stitching together, mm. sewing together, nailing together a lot of humans that look weird. <laughs> It's, and and, it's and the, just people just let them get on with it. But you, do you want to you want to just make some tatty rotten figurines and stick them in a in a park? Yeah, cool. Do it. Do it, Dave. Nothing else I mean, going on. Seriously, it's mental. Like you, you to get to this village, you drive down the most remote road I've ever been down in my life um, for about two hours <laughs> in the rain. There was there was rocks falling down a cliff on the long way, almost smashing into our car. Wow, um, really terrifying. It's like Indiana Jones. <laughs> it's it was a big literally round Indiana one. Jones. And then you turn a corner. <laughs> And uh, there were four scarecrows, two elderly women, uh, two elderly elderly women, and uh, like a child face down in the mud with the rain (laughs) pouring down. It looked like war crimes. It looked like something out of a a bloody documentary. It was really rough. And uh, Chris. Are you not running out of stuff? Are you not running out of stuff to do (laughs) in Japan? There's always some nonsense going on. Oh, we've just (laughs) discovered uh, a a theme park that that looks like um, Antwerp. That's like the buildings are absolutely (laughs) massive, and they've got space for that. It's only a little island. Imagine if they were as big as China. They'd just be they'd be there for years, just building tat. (laughs) I'm getting desperate, quite clearly. 
There's no doubt about it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I like you it. know, I th- I think it's going to be a good video and everyone's going to love it. But we'll see. Um, Connor yeah. was in good form, and then we ended it by going to the worst rated hotel in all of Chicago that Connor could find on Booking.com. It was a a surprise <laughs> to celebrate going to all 47 prefectures. Connor was going to surprise me on the last day, and I thought, yeah. oh, it's going to be like it's the best spa, spa a castle. <laughs> A, a beach with with cocktails, and yeah. he got the worst rated hotel in Chicago. And <laughs> I, honestly, I, I don't think even the cockroaches would have gone to this fucking hotel. There was <laughs> so much mold. There was blood all over the sheets. It was so rough. There was not was blood really all over the sheets. There was Come blood on, on the, the. There was blood on the even sheets. Even the worst Japanese, uh, you know, uh, house person, house person, no, 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 uh, no, no, proprietor no. would would still have the pride in his or her heart not to have blood not on the one. sheets. Not this one. This was a five on. point. This was f- like a number five on Booking dot com. Five out of ten. I have right. never been to a hotel or seen a hotel in Japan that's got less than a seven. <laughs> And uh, right. now I know how you get a five. You make somewhere <laughs> like this. There was blood splattered all over the wall as well. It looked like someone had taken a, a bloody samurai sword, chopped someone's arm off, and it sprayed all up the wall, like uh, Tarantino. It was grim, and it smelt <laughs> wow. of mould. And after two hours, Connor and I gave up. We stormed out at 1am. It was stormed really embarrassing. at 1am? It, really it just bad. got another hotel? Yep. Absolutely. What meant? Yeah, no but you, you're already in the bloodied sheets. You're already in there. Like, what made you leave? Uh, am I spoiling the video a little bit? Are we waiting for the video to come out? I, 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 <laughs> the blood might have been part of it, but I wouldn't. The blood it might have been part of it, right? Okay. But it's when you see blood on. So, hang on. Wait a minute. No, if you saw blood on your bed sheets and mold on your pillow, do you think you'd stay in a hotel? That hotel. Uh, I once stayed in a hotel where my uh, friend and cohabitor lad um, got lucky with a lady. And unbeknownst to me, he'd taken her back to our shared hotel room, right? Oh, God. And unbeknownst to him, she was on uh, and it was all over the place. Light switches, bed sheets, walls. Oh, good God. And I came back to that and I went, I'm not staying here. (laughs) <laughs> or this if I'm going to stay here you need to clean that up please thank you <laughs> what's, the, what's this hotel room in Chicago by any chance well I don't know yeah. Good part. I'm not, I'm not going to dox anyone I'm not going to you know, make it clear who it is but uh, yeah it was, it, I mean the least you can do is not have blood everywhere I would say when you go into a hotel <laughs> it, was, it was banned and then I remember at one point Connor, Connor was really insistent we tear the room apart and look in every place and he lifted the bed He's a bit of me. I like this. Connor is a bit of me. You just want to get it. You want to just stare into the abyss and you want to jam your hand into the abyss and you want to wiggle your arm around in the abyss. And I think that's why I like Connor because he gets on your gut. (laughs) That's why I hate Connor. And also, (laughs) yeah, I was like, let's just not look anywhere. Don't look under the bed. Don't Don't open the doors. Don't look behind the curtains. Don't lift the mattress. He did all of that (laughs) and we found... So much stuff. Used masks, <laughs> paraphernalia. It was it was bad. It was bad. So that's a that's a video you've got to to look forward yeah. to at some point. Fun in the next week or two. We've got another video as well with uh, Natsuki Treasure Island. I don't I don't know if you remember. Like a long time ago, Natsuki and I yeah. filmed this going to an island and then didn't release it. I don't know why we didn't release it, but we didn't. I think it it, it came at a busy time with Journey Across Japan, and I wanted to mm. get that done first. I but thought that was the start fun. of it all, right? I thought it was the start of Journey Prologue. Across Japan. I, oh, yeah, okay. 
It's going to be a prequel. <laughs> We've done it like Star Wars. We did it. Lovely. Did Jenny across Japan. Now we're going back and doing Natsuki. With, and, and the best thing is, Natsuki's got his whole pirate uniform because this was before yes. he lost it in the waterfall in that tragic incident. Oh. Is that so? When Natsuki's trousers fell off, his little Beetlejuice pirate trousers was that yep. part? That's not part of that video. That was part of another video, wasn't it? Unrelated. Yeah. This so this video that's coming one. out was shot before that and uh, uh, just unreleased. So it's it's going to be emotional seeing those pirate pants before they. Well, got in the same away. way that uh, Disney are very much into jettisoning the actor that played Captain Jack Sparrow, maybe Natsuki could step into the <laughs> step into the the whole. The whole the vacuum, the power vacuum, so to speak. Imagine that. Natsuki casted as Jack Sparrow. <laughs> it's the only way the series could be revitalised and given a new and exciting original edge. Completely agree. Completely agree. Absolutely. We've got a story this week, though, from Samantha. Uh, it says, hi, Chris and Pete. Hope you both doing well. My name's Samantha, and I've been living and working in Tokyo for the last three years. Part of the beauty of living in Japan, as Chris would know, and Pete would not, is being able to traverse this amazing country and experience Stay, uh, staying at traditional Japanese ryokans. On one of my more recent trips, I did a short stay at a ryokan in Gunma Prefecture. Somehow, Ooh. despite being a frequent guest at ryokan and onsen, I found myself breaking all of the rules on this trip by accident. I recently got a new tattoo. <gasps> Tattoos? In any way in Japan, no doubt. <laughs> it's not my first tattoo, and I've managed to work around my onsen trips thus far. But naturally, I was quite nervous. For our first night, my Japanese husband and I booked the private bath, but we also went to check out the communal one out of curiosity. With the male and female hot springs being separate, the next morning I woke up at 6am and thought I could sneak in and use the communal bath before anyone else was awake. Our rooms only have toilets and a basin, so you literally can't shower or clean yourself without going to the communal bath. I looked around the dressing area and there was no one there, so I put my phone and room key in the locker for safekeeping and started to take out my toothbrush, face wash, face wash, etc. A minute later, two men walked in. Oh, God. They're obviously confused and embarrassed and apologised to me and leave. It takes me two seconds to realise that I'm much more likely to have made a mistake than the two Japanese men. I go outside and realise the fabric curtain on it says men in Japanese kanji characters. It was then that I realised I'd entered the same onsen that I did yesterday, forgetting that Nyokans usually alternate the genders so guests can experience both baths uh, of, of the oh, building. Oh, they changed they that, they, they? what they changed the towels. I didn't know that. What? So they changed the fabric over so the men's mm. become the women and the women becomes the men. Exactly. So like, <gasps> yeah, so you can kind of experience both of your both of the baths in the inn on one stay. Yeah. Because a little bit women different can con- Women can constantly experience uh, bad toilets because <laughs> we don't know how to point Percy at the porcelain. Oh, God. <laughs> it was then that I realised that I'd entered the same onsen that I did yesterday. I grabbed everything and ran outside while simultaneously simimasening the increasing amount of men waiting outside for me to leave. Oh, God. I now headed into the woman's onsen. After undressing, I realised my second mistake. I'd left my phone, oh God, my phone and my room key in the locker in the men's onsen. Uh, Because of this, I couldn't even return to my room or call for my husband to come help me. I I went outside and uh, waited for the next man to come and verbally prostrate myself in Japanese and explain the situation. He looks at me like I'm crazy, but reluctantly helps me. uh, And I'm lucky... And I was lucky to get my phone and key back. After all this stress, actually showering in a public space with a tattoo was a breeze. I made sure to sit in a corner where my tattoos were facing the wall and I didn't even go into the actual bath itself. 
Uh, I wanted to get out as fast as possible. I left the onsen and went to the waiting area. There's a pair of underwear on the table. It was mine. I must have left it in the men's room as well. <laughs> Moral of the story, always pay attention to the colour and the kanji written on the curtain before you walk mm. into a hot spring. All the best, guys. Samantha. And that is something we've I've said before. There's only two kanji characters you need to know. And that's yep. male and female. Rice is that's, field that's power. Content. Paddy field power is the men's, and the other one is, is. is obviously moon. I, I, I do like the fact <laughs> that... Uh, I like the uh, my uh, my Japanese husband and I reminds me of the Eels track, My Beloved Monster and Me. My beloved monster and me, my Japanese husband and I. Um, and I just I didn't realise that they switched over the, uh, the 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 little bits of fabric. So that's something to idea. have a think about. I mean, I wonder yeah. how many people have been screwed over by that. But yes. Uh... I think I've I've made that mistake. There's no doubt about I, it. I, and and I and, and to like and if you're outside and you're just like handing over uh, a locker key to uh, a dude, like that dude might be like, "Are you committing some kind of crime? Am I kind of party to some? <laughs> am I helping here? Am I an accessory <laughs> to theft?" Theft. <laughs> I just I just feel all these guys. It must have been so awkward, like walking out, mm. and there's like ten men just waiting there, standing, waiting for their turn, <laughs> waiting to be allowed in. Because of one <laughs> uh, one girl, but well done, Samantha. I'm glad you uh, yeah. you got out of it in one piece. But yeah, Fun. be careful. I always forget which yeah. colours which. I think red is for men and blue is for right. women. But I might go it the wrong way around. Oh, or even yeah, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, the fact that you know that the colour situation is red and because red and blue here would be uh, men and women, wouldn't it? in in the West? Yeah, you know, yeah. just kind of like red, pink for for, for women and. And blue for men, um, but uh, yeah, if it's if you if you're kind of aware that there is a bit of a switcheroo, I would say that you're probably right on that one. Switcheroo, fascinating, fascinating. They're called, that they're called Nordem. These curtains, these fabric dividers, Nordem. are called Nordem. Uh, Neither use no ornament though, are they? Really, they don't do anything. They just <laughs> it's just they're just to keep a bit of the air in, a bit of the air out. Them. Okay, I got it they wrong. Could. I got it wrong. Blues. Oh, oh. Did I get it? No, I got it wrong. Blue is for men, and red. Oh, blues for men is for women. So like bear that in mind. Then. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of making a blunder, uh, this mm. week the mayor of Nagoya. <laughs> All of our stories about <laughs> are about making blunders, aren't they? Really, they have been recently. Not very clear. It's because yeah. it's because like, all the high-ranking officials in Japan are always men. And, yeah. And, and they're, they're usually their very pants. old, and they're, <laughs> they're like over seventy, and they make mistakes. I mean, this yeah. mistake, I was a bit torn at first, but then it. I don't know. You'd be the you'd be the judge. Mm. You've probably heard about this. You might have heard it in the UK. In fact, I'm curious if it was uh, reported in the UK. So obviously the uh, the Olympics are over, and uh, one of Japan's politicians, the mayor of my favourite city, Nagoya, that I've definitely always bigged up in our podcast. Yeah, I always never love that off. Nagoya place. Yeah, it's such. A, <laughs> there's so many great things in Nagoya. There's a uh, the the, the, the Tree of Nagoya. The tree. That's the, oh, the tree. The old Nagoya got, tree. Yeah. All right, they've got chicken wings. Uh, we get they so get many people wings. from Nagoya <laughs> who hate me uh, because I slag it off. It's just there's nothing there. It's like where you go to hide and go off the grid. When I commit a crime, when I commit murder, I will go to Nagoya and f- become a part of the society there and blend in and secretly disappear. <laughs> but what I, whatever I do, I've noticed you are. in Nagoya. What's that about? A lot of South Americans. I don't, I don't know, know why. I think, yeah. Just, I think, uh, I don't know, maybe because there's a big Japanese population that went to Brazil, wasn't there, in the early 1900s? Mm. 
But why? And maybe God, they're from Nagoya. Confusing. Yeah, we're making some assumptions, but we are. what I do know <laughs> is that the mayor of Nagoya made a pretty big blunder this week when he ate a gold medal that had been won <laughs> by uh, <laughs> I can't believe he did this. Basically, Nagoya Mayor Takashi Kawamura uh, took a bite out of uh, Miyu Goto's gold medal. She won mm. a uh, gold medal for the women's Olympic softball team, and uh, to celebrate that, she went and saw the mayor on August the 4th, and there was a big press conference, and he he put the medal on around his neck, and he was like, yeah, well done, well, hey. And then he, he took down his mask, and he put his teeth around the, the medal, and he took a great big bite of the medal, and he gave it back to her, and then 7,000 people decided to complain about his right. behaviour. But it wasn't just that. I think he also said something like, do you have a boyfriend? And uh, and sort of made yeah some, that uh, that's the creepy bit, isn't it? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know about you, Chris, but I saw we we did get this story in in the England, and uh, right. when you know people win their medals, they usually give it have a little chomp, don't they? So they go, ah, it's real sort of thing. But if you didn't win that medal, you're not allowed to do that. You shouldn't be doing that. But. No. I don't think it should have been that much of an outcry. I don't think the IOC should have had to have replaced the medal thanks so to... So they gave, they gave her a new medal, right, after yeah, this? Yeah, they gave her a new medal after the mayor took a, had a little chomp. It's not like he damaged it with his... How damaging are his teeth? Old diamond teeth, Takashi Kumura, like chomping <laughs> out on a bloody, on a bloody uh, medal. I don't know I, how I he's did, uh, managed to do I, it. I did scrutinise the close-up footage of the medal to see if I could see any bite marks, and unfortunately there were none. <laughs> that would be so cool as a yeah. as a medal. But like, yeah, they they, they replaced it. The, I can't believe that. They met, the uh, Olympic Committee were like, "Don't worry, we'll get you another one." <laughs> Ignore the silly man. But uh, <laughs> the silly man. As a result, he's uh, he's decided to forfeit three months' pay, totaling one point five million yen, about thirteen thousand mm. dollars. Right. He did a big apology saying uh, he disgraced the occasion and offended Goto and the Japanese people. And he bowed a lot and apologised for that. And uh, he said he'd also received training on harassment following the incident. <laughs> what does that mean? How does that work? No, How do you get trained work. not to harass someone? I don't think you get much training in Japan about not harassing people. Um I, I'm surprised at how much money he makes out of being a mayor. It's like fifty grand, fifty-five grand, something like that. Well, three months um, is thirteen thousand dollars, so uh, times that by four, and you get a number. A number. Come on, no, but I took it down to like four, four grand a month uh, times twelve. It's pretty much cracking on for fifty four, grand, isn't it? Yeah, you think that Impressive. you think that um, he would be. Yeah, but you think you'd be on more than that, wouldn't you? He's the mayor. For the mayor of a, a city of like of five Nagoya. million people. Yeah. yeah they must have would. other things and they must have other irons in the fire as, as most successful politicians do. Or, or gold in the mouth, as I like to say. God, that's probably why, that? why he was, <laughs> why he was chomping <laughs> it. Right. He wanted, a, he wanted a bit he wanted a bit of the touch. If I just get, get a little bit, maybe it'll make a lovely ring. Get a little bit under my <laughs> under my tooth cuticles. Scraped the shavings of gold out of his yeah. mouth. Good God. But yeah, he also made some comments um, which were inappropriate. I think where he sort of mm. said, "Do you have a boyfriend?" and uh, and that kind of twinned with the eating of the gold medal. It all mm. added up to one big mistake. I think if this hadn't happened, if this had happened like outside of COVID, I think it might have. You might have got away with it. I think it was the fact yeah. that we have got COVID going on, and uh, it's not going so well in Japan at the moment. Um, anything involving hygiene is always going to be a bad move, and that's why I'm amazed he did it. Like, what was he thinking? 
Again, <laughs> what goes through the minds of some of these politicians uh, yeah. to think they can get away with such ridiculous activity? They need. Yeah. He doesn't need so much harassment coaching. He needs PR coaching. Or maybe it's, it's one and I the mean, same. Looking at his Wikipedia uh, uh, record, uh, uh, while serving as the Japanese representative of Nagoya, mm. um, he made some statements about the denial of the Nanjing uh, mass- massacre, obviously a big uh, you know, situation between the Chinese and uh, Japanese relations. Uh, he also demanded the removal of uh, an art exhibition about the Comfort Woman uh, statue. It, I mean, you know, the Korean uh, Comfort Woman, obviously a, mm. a, a big uh, hot topic between Korea and, and Japan. He sounds... Uh, like his his river of problems, uh, problematic river things and statements. So, you know, goes goes a lot deeper than uh, just having a chomp on a gut. So maybe just people have had a fuck enough of him. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, apparently yeah. He, he was quoted as saying, "You should marry a nice guy. Are you prohibited from having romance?" I said, right. I don't think they're prohibited, cool. are they? He it's sounds not an idol cool. Group. No. What a what a muppet. There you go. What a muppet. What an idiot. But I wonder if she gets to. I wonder if Gotosan gets to keep both medals. That'd be a bonus, wouldn't it? Yeah, the chomped Bite one and the unchomped one. Yeah. yeah, two gold medals. Thank you. That would be that would be a very cathartic, happy ending, wouldn't it? Keep both medals. Yeah, it goes <laughs> on the your record. Absolutely, but there you go. I love the, the just the title. I love the the, the outcry of this medal munching mayor. Look at that medal munching. Beautiful mayor. alliteration. Very enjoyable. But he's kept. There'll his be job. an anime of him by the end of the year. Yeah, we'll be up the there with the Carlos Ghosn anime. Yeah, <laughs> medal munching man. His superpowers include munching on medals and yeah, mild sexual cars harassment. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll probably they'll probably whitewash that out. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> dear oh dear. But yeah, Japan did really well, and uh, well done to uh, Miyagotti. Yeah. Nice work, fantastic. We'll be back with the fax machine. Your questions and comments in a moment. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And we're back with the fax machine. What do we got this week, Mr. Dawson? Oh, speak of the devil, the Nakakin devil, or Nakagin, rather. Uh, Kieran from Portsmouth has got in touch. Lovely part of the world. Dear Chris and Pete, my name is Kieran from Portsmouth. I very much enjoyed your latest video, Chris, of the uh, Nakagin uh, capsule tower. Uh, actually, is it Nagakin rather than Nakagin? It's Nagakin, isn't it? Oh, I made that mistake wrong. for years. I'm really embarrassed by it. <laughs> shocking. And I, too, am absolutely gutted that it will be coming to an end. Um so my question to you, Chris and Pete, have you ever been to any cool filming locations in Japan or are there any other locations you would like to go to? All the best, Kieran from Portsmouth. Have you um, uh, spent, I mean, you must have done every single last one, surely. All the famous ones. All 47. All 47, all 47 prefectures, mate. Before that, what uh, was your favourite moment from the Nakagin capsule tower video, Pete? If you had a one, I one, liked one moment. the bit where you um, slid down the laundry chute, <laughs> landed in a pile of laundry and went, a pile oh, of that's laundry. a wrap. <laughs> one day landed in a pile of laundry and asbestos crumbling from yeah. the ceiling honestly there's some shots in that uh, in that video where you really see how stuffed the building is like the inside is pretty horrific yeah <laughs> you'd love it though you'd love it it's uh it's like the studio i've built just a lot it's of like, uh, it's like your studio wall, but instead of asbestos it's rock wool which as of now we don't know whether it is carcinogenic rock but wall. They're, they're fairly certain it isn't <laughs> Oh God! I mean, cool, cool filming locations. I've, I've been everywhere, but there is a there's still a few places hmm. I would like to go. There's a there's a dam called the Kurobe Dam. I think it's the biggest dam in Japan. But to get there, you have to go up like four different trains up a up a mountain range and then over the mountain, and it's it's so inaccessible that you have to sort of go up a mountain, then down a mountain, and then into this valley. And um, I don't know, it's just. Seems kind of cool and romantic. It's in the North Japan Alps, I think. And uh, I've got a weird obsession with the Japan Alps because every time I go and see them, they're never there because they're in the clouds. So right. I want to go and see them. I want to climb them. And I also want to go to Nikko in Tochigi, which is a, a really famous – it's a pretty big tourist attraction, Nikko. The uh, Tokugawa Ieyasu, Japan's most infamous ruler, is buried there. And uh, it's supposed to be a really beautiful place, but for whatever reason, I've never been. And also, yeah. there's a UFO museum in Fukushima, not too far from Sendai, that I'm very interested to go and see. Apparently, they've got official CIA documents from the 1940s and 50s there, and a few Why other have they things. they got them there in Japan? So this, there's like they a little... weren't friends back then, were they? <laughs> they, they really were, weren't. Well, in the 50s, they were kind of pretty good friends, I think, but... Uh, right. Yeah, there's a there's a mountain in Fukushima where they always see UFOs, and it's a really odd shaped mountain. It's it's shaped like a triangle, like every mountain. Shaped like UFO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, yeah, there again. They claim there's a lot of UFO activity there, so they built this UFO museum, and uh, it's always in the press at the moment. It's in the press quite a lot recently. Oh, what with all the UFO disclosure stuff going on, um, that I've taken a weird obsession to. Uh, so I'd like to go there, poke around, see what documents there are. So yeah. yeah, a dam, talking about Iyasu, and a UFO museum. That's 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 the three things I've got left to see. 
That sounds so cool. I fancy going to those. I like the fact that you go to see the dam, you got to get on two or three trains. And like trains are mm. not known for their sort of um, inclined climbing skills, really. <laughs> and, and yet you've got to go on three trains across a mountain range. <laughs> well, I think you have to get a train up the mountain, then you get on a bus, mm. and that takes you through a massive tunnel. And then there's a, a cable car that you have to get on. So it's yeah. like a multitude of transportation. It takes like two or three hours to get to the dam. And uh, yeah, it's in one of it's on one of Japan's highest mountains. And it looks absolutely stunning. Um, I'm so enjoying. Uh, speaking of like trying to sort of uh, traverse uh, unbelievable topography, um, I'm enjoying the fact that some really learned, intelligent, uh, well-read, and important people are sort of weighing in on uh, a Twitter conversation that was just literally just written by an idiot. Um, right. Obviously, um, Kabul's fallen to the Taliban. They, they've taken over there, and they're mm. basically talking about the fact that um, obviously China are going to step in, as they always yep. do uh, in these kind of like disputed regions, because they can get a bit of a, you know it's that kind of debt um, debt empire that they sort of build effectively. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, somebody sort of just drew a stupid fucking pipeline from China right the way through Afghanistan to Iran. Going, this is going to be the biggest pipe oil pipeline ever, and then. All of these really, uh, really well-read, you know, the, these experts on, um, you know, the, the, the tribes in Afghanistan are going, eh, that's not going to happen because it's political. Not going to happen because there's loads of tribes and they'll just fucking blow it up. Uh, and, and three, have you see, have you looked at the topography of where you, where that pipeline is going to go? It's just like <laughs> this big fucking mountain range and stuff. He's going, it's not going to work, you idiots. Um, so it just made me laugh that like some random dick can just sort of go, look at what's going to happen here. And, and these people who really shouldn't be wasting their time on idiots on the internet sort of going, well, this is why this won't work. This is why this Welcome to Twitter. I, I hate Twitter so much. That, Twitter's where like people who, don't need to give their opinions, give their opinions on everything. And it just drives yeah. me mad. I saw a really interesting story about a Welsh guy who just went on holiday to Afghanistan last month. And right. woe is me, he got caught up in it all because of mm. everything going on there. And I think he had to try and get transported out of the country. They tried to give yeah. him like passage out of the country. Who goes on holiday to Afghanistan in the midst <laughs> of everything, a civil war? Seriously. Well, I, hope he's, I-, I hope he's not a YouTuber who's exploiting it. That'd be terrible. Well, I mean, if he is, he sounds like he's had his fucking comeuppance, <laughs> to be quite frank. Oh, I think yeah, he got yeah. out. I think he survived. But uh, good. I was with Connor at the time, and who is, <laughs> of course, Welsh. And I was like, look what you can get away with if you're Welsh. <laughs> you can go on holiday to <laughs> Afghanistan. I <laughs> know, oh, apparently he got captured by the Taliban, and he went, I'm Welsh. And they went, oh, all right, off you go then. So that's, <laughs> if he said I'm English, would he have got the same treatment? It reminds me Probably of The Last not. King of Scotland, when Idi Amin... Uh, runs into James McAvoy in the film. And he's like, where are you from? You're British, I'll kill you. And he's like, I'm Scottish. And he's like, oh, Scotland. I like you. You're my new doctor. Well done. I love that. Wish I was Welsh or Scottish. Get away with anything. Not for English. You're stuffed. We got one from Kevin. He says, hello, guys. Kevin from Toronto. Uh, I recently listened to the podcast episode where you mentioned that Ryotaro is allergic to alcohol and cannot drink. I was wondering how one handles that situation, given the culture of nomikai, uh, drinking parties. Do you risk becoming an outsider among colleagues? Will co-workers not feel comfortable opening up? Uh, or or will, you get, will you get passed up for promotion? All the best, guys. Kevin. Uh, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry too much. <laughs> I'd, honestly, you'll be fine. If, if Ryotaro can build an empire that stretch, stretches the length and breadth of Japan... And a network 
of the, the likes of which the world has never known. And he could do that all without drinking alcohol. I'm sure you can as well, Kevin. Don't worry. Um, mm. You know, a lot of people don't drink. And I think the whole Nomikai culture, the drinking culture, work parties, it's really taken a hit in the last few years. Not just because of COVID, but because of changing trends. And younger people don't really want to sit and listen to their boss ramble on about crap while drinking yeah. 400 Asahi beers. Like that was already in decline before COVID. And I think COVID's the final, like the nail in the coffin because uh, there is this, Normikais are uh, uh, few and far between at the moment. But uh, no, it really, it won't get in the way, honestly. Just drink non-alcoholic beer and pretend to be drunk like Riotro mm. does. It's really <laughs> odd. He, he like acts drunk even though he's had like a, <laughs> a non-alcohol beer. So that's, that's the secret. <laughs> have you ever done that, Pete? You definitely have. Well, I've 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 basically seen uh, other people um, in quite intimate bar situations, just um, being in the in the situation where um, we're at the bar and there's like me and a couple of friends, and then there's like the boss and his two underlings. Um, and yeah. even as a person who can't understand a word anyone's saying, I'm, I, I am kind of intrigued and a little bit repulsed by the dynamic, to be quite frank. I'm like, oh, this is rubbish. I'd hate to be in that situation. Well, you've brought Bosch's drones on for ages. Yeah. I've, you know, you see it a lot, and uh, it's not it's not fun. I, I didn't really <laughs> enjoy the work parties that I went to uh, as a teacher because all the teachers just rant about how they hate everyone else. Like, I had a... <laughs> English department of 11, 11 or 12 teachers and a lot of them, like half of them just hated the others and it was always really awkward. Mm. And then one of them would get drunk and tell me like, I hate X, Y, Z. And I'd always have that with me when, when I was sober and working with the teachers. I'd think, oh yeah, he You'd told remember. me he hates, he wants to kill the other one. <laughs> it's just awkward. <laughs> I never really enjoyed it for that reason. But uh, you'll be fine, Kevin. Don't worry. Don't worry. It won't get in your yeah. way. It won't stop you for promotion. Um, it just save you a lot of money and a lot of hangovers. It's a bonus. <laughs> I want to get more stuff done. Yeah, I've got a message from Dylan from the UK. Hello, Chris and Pete. Tonight I went to Wagamama's, where I try, uh, tried uh, chicken yakitori and sake for the first time. Given your many years of experience in both the UK and Japan, I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on Wagamama's. Is it anywhere near the real deal? Do you prefer other British chains uh, like Kokoro? Uh, I'm interested to see uh, here uh, Pete's thoughts too, given his relatively limited experience in Japan, which still trumps my zero experience. Wishing you all the best, Dylan from the UK. Love it. Have you along, Dylan? I mean, you know, whenever I go back to the UK, which has been no times in the last two hundred years, there always seems to be lots of new Japanese restaurants popping up. Mm. Like it seems to be becoming more and more popular. Wagamama's, when that sprung up, it it was kind of good. I liked it, but I took Natsuki there, and he was like physically sick after eating <laughs> some of the gyoza, right? Some of the dumplings, and because yes, they're like okay. tough, chewy, rubbery crap they get a few things right like the uh katsu kare with the sort of mm. uh, chicken katsu kare they always got that right but no i wouldn't really get them out wagamama's now the only good thing is no. you can get things like sake which uh you can't obviously in most places in the uk any thoughts pete <laughs> do you get every day you wagamama's boy I've never had um, I, I've never had this kokoro thing before that sounds fascinating i've just had a little look on the website it's uh, looks classy you know what kokoro means, right? I think it means heart. Hey, good. Hey. You know what means? No. Oh, it means gluttonous. Gluttonous. Or Wagamama. Kind of selfish. I always, selfish. Yeah. That I, sound I, great, I, does it? Kind of selfish. selfish like someone who's a bit like... Hogging the soy sauce. 
<laughs> it's it's kind of like selfish, self-indulgent. So you can you can have several meanings, but kind of self-indulgent and selfish. <laughs> so it's it's almost a negative word if you hear someone say it here or refer to someone as a wagamama. That's uh, it's not it's not <laughs> good. I love the name though. It's a pretty cool word, isn't it? Wagamama. Wagamama. Right on the money. Right on the money. Right on the money. <laughs> I would love to go back and try it though and do a review and take Natsuki. We did actually film Natsuki's response to Wagamama's, but uh, it, it, he was he made some horrible gagging noises, and I did, I deemed it not fit, not worthy of YouTube. <laughs> Put it's it in grim. the Treasure Island one. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut away. Have a yeah. have a like a, a to cut him away. In Wagamama's. Have like a, a scene where Natsuki's asleep, dreaming, and it has a flashback to Wagamama's where he's gagging on some dumplings. Oh, good yeah, God. Yeah, there you go. Dear. The only good place I do know is uh, Shoryu, which is uh, like a ramen chain in central mm. London. But like, yeah, yeah I think good. in the UK, we've got to, you've got to pay big money, unfortunately, for a decent Japanese meal. Whereas in North America, you can... They're they're a lot more commonplace from what I understand. Mm. Yeah. But no. No Indeed. no good thoughts on Wagamamas. That's the that's the takeaway. <laughs> here, no, I well well I think the I think yeah, I think Wagamamas is probably the first time I'd sort of tasted um katsu curry in the world. In I my guess life. it's good that they introduced so Japanese introduces, cuisine, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's not strictly it's never strictly I mean it's you know, it's an, it's it's like one dish out of fifteen that'll be in any way, kind of Japanesey, I would say. But I mean, there's there's plenty. Edible. If you're in if you're in if you're in the capital, if you're in Manchester or Birmingham, there'll be plenty of places you can go to. Sakana Te, um, Chris recommended me, and I can. Is it Sakana Te? Am I thinking of is that Sakana Te? Sakana Te. Sakana Te means fish. Yeah, some sort of fish place. I did. Sakura, I recommend. Sakura, I recommended Sakura, somewhere to you that I forgot about. Yeah, it was that. Oh. And and although when we went downstairs, uh, like a lot of their Everyone was Japanese down there, which is, you know, as they say. It's always a good sign, sign, Great sign. Uh, But the thing that made me giggle was, like, there was just a lot of dead flies around. I was like, oh, Oh, this is a sushi place. A lot of dead flies. And and a lot of, like, the furnishings were just old sake bottles that they've emptied uh, and just sort of left out uh, to make it look. I think they are just going for some kind of vibe, but instead it just looked a bit rank. (laughs) Why were there dead flies everywhere? What's going on I don't know. I don't know. But uh, But the food was very delicious. Ah. Very, very good. Even though the um, manager was a bit surly, didn't want us in there. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I there is a there is a good restaurant I do recommend that I have been to called Engawa, and they do Kobe beef. It's like the, one of the only places in London you can get Kobe beef. So yeah. for a special occasion, crack out the credit card, go to Engawa, and you'll have one hell of a meal. It's somewhere near uh, Hamyard, mate. Hamyard Hotel. It's in front yes. of that. It's around there. <laughs> Piccadilly. But, Piccadilly, that's it, yeah, Piccadilly, it's around there, where all the restaurants are. Uh, keep the stories, questions, comments coming into Abroad Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back to do it all over again the next few days, guys. But for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll see you again right here on the podcast. Bye for now. Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 